gotta be so rude. Oh. You really smell like poo. Wow, the children's songs are if different you nowadays. Go to Hawaii, you will. Ah, that I feel song. a little nauseous after here listening to that shit. <laughs> what is that song? What? <laughs> are you kidding me? Can someone please say that Warren just sounded amazing singing have, it? Thank like, you. I haven't heard it, but what is it? I don't know the artists. No, <laughs> no, it's something like it's like a Canadian. It's like newer, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Rasta guy. Yeah. Hey, are you guys all about musician. finding Pikachu and stuff? This I don't know new, what the fuck that is. New, no. uh, Jesus my wife no. is so mad about that stuff. I don't stuff. know anything about it. What is it? I Pokemon Go. Poke- but there's people that play those Burn. Clash of Clans. Like, we have friends. Our friends, <laughs> we have friends. that play this What's religiously. Clash of Clans? It's one of those stupid little fucking RPG motherfuckers. Stupid uh, depends on your perspective. I know. I'm such an old man. Wait, we Get have, off my lawn. We have friends that play these yes. games? Yeah. So one of them's Dude, a police officer. At the what? office, it's all the rage, man. It's like, I mean, the works, everything that you can imagine, you know, the Dungeons and Dragons shit, the, um, there's this other new one that everyone's been playing recently that's like a Magic the Gathering, but like in an app. And oh, you mean productivity tools? Productivity tools. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> <As> a productive. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the honestly, though, it sounds kind of fun. You know what? What? <laughs> they get okay. This I've is, never tried it, but it seems it's they, video they get all like teamed up and stuff. One time, I was watching a game over at Chewin's house, and they were all into it and playing. And I felt like a super outsider. And it seemed like, well, I want to attack these other clans too. Oh, I never yeah. signed up. I don't understand. Well, it's so. called a Hearthstone, the one that I was thinking about. By the we way, need, we yeah. need to pay one of these people that make these super addictive, cracked out games to make a DWA game. Nope. Oh, there was a 575 Ferrari at Canepa last weekend. I've heard of those. With a vape pen in the center console. Oh, I saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah. That didn't really surprise me that much. Really? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a par for the course. Manual transmission. Douchebag. Yeah, yeah. There's an older guy, actually. Par for the course. It was really funny. Did you see that on his windshield? He he had printed out a piece of paper that said 1997 575 on it. I really do enjoy that. I watched a Jay Leno, one of the Leno whatever, the garage. Leno's garage today, or the other day, and it was the Chrysler 300. Or it was a Chrysler 300, I don't know, whatever, uh, 50s car. Oh, and he's yeah. he's opening the trunk, or and uh, he has his plaque in there, and it's, he's showing it, and he's like, you know, this is for when I go to the car shows. You got to have this. You got to have this. Jay Leno said that. Yeah, and I was just like, band. Yeah, Jay. Fuck one you, of those Jay. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Big well, old nice. plexi, you know, plexi thing with the. Wah, wah. You got to have. Uh, then you have Brian's little kid like statue in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> the fast food number on the dash. Yeah. We've talked to. We've, we've yeah, it goes on. And so on. Uh, speaking of vape pens, I just coming home over seventeen right now. I'm following a E36 four door Beamer. Um, I think it's a standard on M3. Uh, lowered on uh, wheel stock wheels painted black, fully tinted out, and the guy's just like puffing vape smoke out of it. And like a part of me is like, God damn! If I was a cop, I would I would want to pull this guy over so bad. <laughs> like the car was just, you know, it's like a dirty E36. It's like not worth much, but he took the time to, you know, paint the wheels black, even though they're skinny. They're not even special wheels. And uh, but I'm not a cop. Good Are you him. profiling, Brian? Is I'm totally problem? I'm totally profiling. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know where I saw it, but there was a Subaru, and they had this little flapper valve, like almost like an intake on a race car up on up on the hood on the uh, sorry, on the roof, on the, yeah. on the roof, and it flapped up, and they had these like tubes. They'd blow the va- vape smoke out. What? Of it. <laughs> uh, it's like a reverse rally air inlet. Exactly. Scoop. 
so kids these days bringing air into your cabin yeah uh it's kind of a funny thing <laughs> jeez imagine that project so here's <laughs> what i'm gonna spend all this money and time on so genius is what you're saying there's what a, did uh, Brendan call it? A douche flute. Yeah, I've heard a uh, robot <laughs> dick. This <laughs> 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 makes it sound so appealing. Where's my robot dick? <laughs> I love that flavor. <laughs> and it's always uh, like cotton candy and shit. No. Blueberry surprise. <laughs> yeah. I like douche flute. It's pretty good. Unicorn cum is pretty good. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the? It is pretty good? That's just something you like? Or... I mean, what are you talking uh, about? I eat pieces of are shit we changing like you for breakfast? <laughs> you eat pieces shit for breakfast? Uh, best lines. That is a good one. Uh, should we do this? Uh, yeah. yeah, why not? Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And this is episode Thursday. Dude, this is 151. Oh. We missed the celebratory 150. We should have taken a shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was... Well, a 150 was 150. Shot. Is that a celebration? Yeah. You know, know. That's something you do. It's you celebrate rum, yeah. Bacardi. Yeah, exactly, Bacardi. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We've done 150 of these things. Damn. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, let's answer some questions, shall we? Or did you have any more banter you wanted to get into? Oh. <laughs> a jovial <laughs> banter. I <laughs> like the banter. How did uh, last uh, podcast Sunday's podcast go? Seems like it was well it was received. Good, yeah, people seem to like it. They had technical difficulties. The yeah. one you just told me about. I mean, they they, they overcame these technical. Difficulties. I know. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. You powered through it. It sounded good to me. I I could only listen to half before I threw up. Well, no, it was like three I, hours <laughs> of time. It was like three hours long. So. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you recorded it after Cars and Coffee. Yeah, Art bailed out all early. Where was, did you guys yeah, record? Dude, it was all dealer no? talk. I was over it. What's up? It was all dealer talk. I was over it. Yeah, we recorded <laughs> at my house. Nice. All right, have we talked since your trip to uh, Napa with your wife? Uh, we have not. How was that? It was awesome. It, it went really, really well. Um, she totally loves it, man. She thinks the M5 is rad. Nice. She was really digging the fact that it was like comfortable and quiet. Yeah, <laughs> and, I bet. And, you know, and, and I didn't do anything. Super shit. rough. Um, how about that rough center support bearing, though? That was probably support. bummed on that. Uh, dude, she was like, "What the hell is wrong with this?" Um, no, actually, you know what, dude? Um, it's it's it only it's only when you take off, but it got to the point where like it was so clunky. Like it, I noticed that when I was going uphill, and you know I live in San Francisco, so I do that regularly. Um, it started to clunk real bad because it's like it's like basically like flexing and it's just like thumping around, and it bothered me so much that I parked the fucking car. And I was supposed to get around to fixing it this this weekend, but it didn't happen. So I'm just cruising it in the 993 for a bit. Um, Bummer. So, but next Sunday it's happening though. But yeah, back to the car, Napa. It was great. It's a perfect long distance car. The only issue that it has, which might become a big one, is that uh, the AC doesn't work. Um, mm. it, I, I can hear the compressor engage, but it doesn't. It doesn't blow any cold air. Maybe and, and a he recharge. Well, I checked it out, and it's R, it's got R twelve uh, valves on it. That's so like, fine. so Still where the R12. hell do I get R twelve? Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Santa no Cruz Auto Parts, Napa Auto Parts. When in Napa, they also make a Freeze Twelve, which is like a generic equivalent. But uh, yeah, R Twelve still available. It's not cheap, but it's out there. Oh, awesome! Because I, I was like trying. I was reading online, like just to kind of like the the procedure to to really change over. Oh, and, I bet you and, were. and it was it, there's like all kinds of bullshit involved. Nah, and like it's not too well, bad. I mean, you just retrofit the valves. You have to well, no. Evacuate. Oh, okay. What were you gonna say? I mean, you can you can definitely. Re- 
upgrade to R143, but it's not a real big deal. And that's what I thought until I went and looked it up because I've done it before in other cars where you change just like the inlets yeah. and like it has like these different, it's like instead of like a Schrader valve, it becomes like this weird quick release thing. Yeah. And then also, um, yeah, you just back, you just remove the old shit out and with like, cause I guess like the lubricant is different. Yeah. Um, it, but um, uh, this thing apparently requires like a whole other piece. It's like it goes with it's like the dryer or some shit. The receiver like, dryer, yeah. But I mean, all that stuff's fairly doable. I mean, any good shop that does AC a lot or a BMW shop would be able to bust it out. Why wouldn't you just put the R12 in? Yeah, that's if if you can find R12, it's out there and it works, and the the system's going to work. You have to start by putting it in right. and see what's up. That's, yeah, and see, see if it even holds it, right, if yeah, it's leaking exactly. or not. But, I mean, yeah, I actually had no fucking idea. I, I thought, because I went online, and everyone's like, oh, my God, R12 in California is impossible. No. You have to order it online. And I was no, like, what? No. It's out uh, there. It's out there. It's like, instead of 20 bucks a can, it's like 50, 60 bucks a can. And I'm going to need, like, a couple of those, probably? Probably. Yeah. And the bummer is you might spend that money and fill it up and then find out it has a leak and start over. And then you're, yeah. like, buying parts and paying someone a lot of money. But I know. Yeah, I guess I'll find out. That's what I'm wondering. I wonder if that's where this guy was, the guy that sold it to me you know <laughs> yeah yeah or he just didn't drive it enough to care that's what he's well what he told me is that um like basically it just like it ran out and he never refilled it mm -hmm. so and it may have a slow true. leak anyways and you just have to refill it every year and it could get expensive or you just fix the leak uh yeah it. i mean or fix the leak yeah it's probably like seals or something yeah one of the hoses or o-rings there are a lot of o-rings in that system and they just you know time just timing, bro. Timing. The timing, dude. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a compressor or a, some sort of electronic switch dash panel thing. Yeah, like I'm hoping that it's, a, it's, I mean, yeah, hopefully something. Yeah, like or you guys could just wear tank tops. Or do, I, or we can wear cool shirts. Yeah, yeah cool, shirts. cool shirts. Install those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all for all four seats. Have you guys yeah. seen they advertise a lot of these, there's these new little micro towels that you get wet and then you put it around your neck? Oh, yeah. awesome. it's, it's like in every tool catalog now. It's like I've never heard of it. Get a get a microfiber wet oh, towel. Did uh, uh, <laughs> Vantigo uh, Eric? Didn't Eric from Vantigo tell us that he installed like these little ACs, like little like AC blowers, like in, in front of each seat in the? Oh yeah, he had like in, in yeah, he had like vans. two or three in the vans, huh? Dude, I should put one of those on my dash. I'll be set. What do you mean you AC go. blowers? Or just get one of those old school swamp coolers that the V Dub guys put yeah. on. That'd be rad with, like, the big, like, cylinder hanging yeah. on the side. Or how about just one of those, like, rickety old little metal fans that just... Yeah, yeah. Point it right at you. Just, like, put it, finger just choppers? Attach, it, attach it right to the, on the vent there? No, the finger choppers are the spray bottle attached to a fan <laughs> that you spray yourself and cool cool down. And chop your fingers. All right, did you go to French Laundry? Um, no, it was fake. I was waiting to be called out. No one mentioned anything. Oh, uh, I, was, I didn't want to ruin your game. No, my game. So actually, that's the French Laundry Garden. Yeah, which, I saw uh, this. Yeah. I saw the sign. I was like, that can't be French Laundry. <laughs> that's where they source all their shit. Um, and so, I mean, they actually grow a lot of their their, I guess, their fruits and vegetables and legumes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't legumes. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just taking my M5 up to Napa for a little legume tour. <laughs> a little legume tour. Uh, we did. We did stay at this uh, at, at the Villaggio though, which they were showing and did a uh, so in-laws had bought us like this like you know very generous gift card to that place uh for christmas last year and, and we didn't have any chance to use it up until now so that was rad but but i mean 
Well, I'm excited to yeah to to be honest to just get the freaking um, both the AC dialed and this center support bearing thing because I'd love to go like really far in this car. Like I want to take yeah. this thing up, take it up to like Washington or something. Like go, it's like perfect for this type of shit, you know. It's been hot too, so nice to yeah. see. But yeah, that's what's up. All right, all right, cool, 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 cool. right on, right on. Let's get some. Uh, qu- hey, uh, when Warren's finding the questions, why didn't you work on the car on Sunday? Oh yeah, dude. So. um basically it was it was super funny like i actually already had talked to a buddy of mine um who has a lift and at his shop like and so um everything was sorted i was about to go pick up the keys and then like uh like so jamie has family that for, in burma and they were visiting from out of town and like it was like this big lunch that was planned and blah 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 but i didn't know about it until like last minute and i'm like all right fine i'll go to the big family thing instead so uh, okay. that's so it was, it's not really funny at all. It it's just not a, funny yeah, at that's all. not funny. It's just yeah, a it's story. Like, yeah. it's kind of, is it just like disappointing? Is it like <laughs> a letdown? Well, I mean, it's, it is because you prefaced it saying that it was a funny story, but then it yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah, I guess not. It wasn't very funny at all. <laughs> now it's funny, though. <laughs> now it's hilarious. Hey, Art, no. if you were texting that story, would you put ha-ha at the end? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, uh, that might have helped. Uh, but, yeah, no, and so anyways, I mean, the funny thing is that here's the funny thing. How's this- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll tell you. No, we'll be yeah. the judge of that. Yeah, let's just, let's just take it story by story. I'm, so, I mean, if he can pull something funny out of the story, I'm going to be impressed. <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's, it's less funny, more kind of uh, but, um, whimsical but perhaps <laughs> whimsical so same location i got the shop back i'm gonna have i'm gonna do it this coming sunday but now there's gonna be a car on the fucking lift and below the lift and it's my job to move them so it's hilarious uh, that's how funny is that <laughs> and, and you stand up part <laughs> so and, and one of them's a fox body is that funny uh no that's yeah. a cool fox body for some reason i, I is that a, it's, it's a notchback notch right? one it's a notchback like cobra conversion that my buddy's building it's pretty sick uh, those yeah. notchbacks are pretty sick yeah, they're red. He like it, it's. Right. The bodies are super- I'm, I'm I'm adding no value here. That's pretty sick. That terrible. Those matchbacks are pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives us like funny look, dude. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Lol. Lol. I, I think we officially make anything funny. Uh yeah. yeah. Um okay. On that note, shall we? Yes, we shall. My femur hurts. Why does his femur hurt so bad? I forget. He told us he a told story. Us a story. Some wanna... clutch thing that he's yeah, something no. sad. No, I think it. But it was a forum joke, inside joke on a forums. It was a fo- inside. No, he was like he was. He, I think he was like in little league or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, go back to episode whatever. Yeah, okay. it's a baseball thing, and okay, like okay. the catcher's femur hurt, something like that. <laughs> My femur hurts. Does the idea of race on Sunday sell on Monday still work? It's a good question. Yes, depending on, so. on the car. I don't, I, I, maybe a, a little bit, but I don't think it has the impact it, it once did. Because like in the nobody watches so. racing. Well, not that, but I think once you took the car that people could buy, and like, for example, NASCAR, you're, were you going to buy a Camry because they won a NASCAR? <laughs> That's not working. No, but you know what? I think the Midwest like bought a lot of Luminas because of that. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt edition? Yeah. Monte Carlo? 
Monte Carlos, yeah. God, those are really bad. Remember those, like, were the... Were those the worst headlights of all the time? Oh, the Dale Earnhardt edition Monte Carlos? So bad. It's, it's like, like a, a bow tie that melted. I was going to say a, a dolphin penis, but... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. And the taillights are terrible, too. The whole the, car is bad. I think, honestly, the headlight and taillight guy never talked to the car designers. They were like, yeah. check this shit out. It's like, well, we'll put those somewhere. They're so droopy and... Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Um, What about the GT? The new Ford GT that won Le Mans. It's class in Le Mans, and it's going to be... They cheated to win Le Mans, yeah. Um, How did it cheat? They sandbagged. Oh. oh, you should read about it. Oh, no, I don't if you know don't know anything, anything, anything about it, go read about it. It's crazy. Crazy? Like how, yeah. Oh, yeah. How much they sandbagged? Like You're saying they, that they had a better car than they let on? or Yeah, they were... That doesn't equal cheating, though. Yeah, that's basically cheating. It's a two-year... It's a. They have a two-year program. They're basically going to be in Le Mans that one year. And so they don't care about repercussions later on. So they, they wanted this, you know, this whole anniversary to win all this stuff. And they basically, um, like the night before, the practice, the day before, they, they gained four or five seconds on race day. Huh. And throughout all the races before. Well, so but they, where does the cheating come in? Because when you're slower, you get extra horsepower handed to you. And you don't have to have weight put into your car. Oh, so it was like for qualifying or whatever. For, for like the last, for three or eight races before Le Mans. But wouldn't like they were sandbagging. So that they could get more power and all that stuff. So they were losing races no, teams, initially. To, yeah, and to, other teams can't do that because they're an actual race pro- program that's going and ongoing. Right. And they're not in a new car, right? So Porsche can't do that. Ferrari can't do that. But the headline remains, they won Le Mans. That's true. But that's I don't think they're good. selling... Any cars because yeah, of does it have anything no. to do I, with? I agree with. You. I mean, when it's a, just those high end cars, I don't even think it's relevant. Really, it's supposed so. to be like the sell on Monday thing is like the average Joe's walking into the dealership buying one of the average cars. I, do you think, I think it works for the World Rally Championship uh, in Europe? Like, do you think if Volkswagen keeps winning? Their sales are better. I don't really think so. I mean, the cars are so. It's different. hard for me to say in Europe. All I know is in the U.S., racing is hugely unpopular. Like nobody well, watches it. Right, but it's only very this, niche. And what NASCAR. about this angle? So this is like something that, that I've been thinking about quite a bit, actually. Especially like there's this one billboard that I drive by regularly, and it's a Lexus billboard, and they always fucking focus on like the performance aspect of their cars and like race inspired this. So like, ridiculous. I know, like I know that the, the, I'm not saying that. Well, they do race Lexuses. Uh, especially in Japan and all that, but whatever. But it's it's the same thing as like a DTM car, right? It's like basically a shell of what looks like a Lexus, but yeah, not really. Yeah. But uh, but anyways, I mean, like I agree with. I mean, I think we all agree so far that it doesn't have the same impact. But I think it, there is still something there that even to the even to the like kind of casual enthusiast or even someone who barely knows anything about cars like something that is that is that has performance or that is race inspired sure. automatically sounds like it's engineered better and it's a better car so they should buy that one right yeah like, and i think lexus so. is basically they're marketing they're probably marketing that way because that's a that's a market segment that they don't own so they kind of own a certain segment so they're going after another segment you know they're kind of Going after a segment they don't have, really. Let me cut it a different way, too. Uh, so what about Mazda? 
Yeah. And it's a full grassroots thing, but they basically there are more Mazdas raced every weekend than any other car, right? Is that that's sure. what they say? Yeah, whatever. but if you do go Miatas race a lot, yeah. if you do go to a track day, you see Miatas everywhere. Yeah, um, and they do integrate that into their marketing for they even do. their CX3 and CX5. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast zoom, zoom. how those are they're like good options and the um yeah and whatever the what's the little three series one. Mazda Speed 3? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're using it as marketing, but I don't think necessarily, like, if Mazda, you know, is a big winner last weekend, they're not selling a bunch of cars. Like, it's not, they can, even if they had, like, even if, like, Lexus had one race car in Japan that was unsuccessful, they could still market, hey, look at our sporty car, and they probably have just as much... You know, just as it ha- it has just as much effect as Mazda's racing has on their sales. I'm gonna basically. I'm gonna buy a Tundra based on their NASCAR truck series. Oh, yeah, I was that's thinking about it too. Why, and that's why you buy a truck. You know, I, I was immediately trying to think if it if it might be true for the truck stuff, like off road racing. If there's any any just, ties, but I really I'm, feel like the days of the gentleman racer taking his uh, 350. Mustang, 350 GT Mustang to the track, winning, driving home, and that being on the front page of Road and Track, and then you go and say, yeah, that fucking car is badass. I'm going to buy that thing. The Shelby Mustangs, and it just, right. those days are over. I mean, Wait, racing uh, works as a marketing, as as yes. advertising, and oh, it works for time. marketing. Big time. But it's not as mu- it's not that, like, race on Sunday, sell on Monday. What if it's YouTube on Tuesday and sell on Wednesday? <laughs> That works. Like, well, like, like 10 blocks. Or, well, yeah. well, but I think it's it's a lot. I think, you know, the, the one thing that we're missing now is that, um, like, cars are, like, you know, when they used to say stock car racing, it really meant stock car racing, right? Like, they used to pull the a car off of the showroom floor. Yeah. They used to do some shit to it, you know, like some safety equipment, you know, whatever, maybe some different tires, and they would go racing. And, like, all of that shit, like, was basically, you know, those were components that you could buy in a car, right? Like, in, in, as, a, as a as one Sort of, you know. For sure. Yeah. That's and now, you know, that's what I'm saying. Where did that yeah, term come so from? Far. Was it Ford? Who said that? Who, who's I, credited I with that? I almost want to say it's a, a motoring journalist kind of thing. That yeah. it was in, you know, Road and Track or something, and that was their. Yeah, it's probably of one of those ones that you can't, like, attribute to anyone. Right. All right. I think we did pretty good on that. I don't know. Anything more to add? Good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Blitz Koenig. Okay, this one might be a bit controversial. Uh, well, we all have them in our car scenes, the car snob, the badge whore, those that think they're elite for the car they drive because of the brand name it possesses. What's your experience with such individuals, and how do you interact or rather deal with them? I always find myself getting worked up by them. Lane's mm. doing like a rhythmic, <laughs> like fucking, I don't even know, Stevie Wonder head Yeah, movie. his eyes are rolling back in yeah. his head and... <laughs> He's, he's coming up with I'm some good answer to, here. I'm, no, I'm just trying to think of when I've come across that. Yeah, I, I don't think I've don't really think dealt I with that. I really have. You I mean, Lane, Lane is the biggest Porsche guy. He's totally annoying to deal with, but No, but I'm thinking Lane, to. someone rolls in your shop, and they, they say, I have a McLaren outside, and they expect your jeans to fall off. There are those guys, but uh, I mean, I guess I see them more on the web forums and stuff. Like on the Audi forum, everyone is constantly defending their Audi A. Uh, actually, it's an R8 forum. On the R8 forum, they're always defending their R8s, but it's almost like defensive, like, hey, it's a, just as fast as this, just as fast as this. Look at this video. Oh, it only lost because of this, this, and this. It's always, 
and and you're like, come on, guys, just be happy with your car. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see a lot of. I don't see a lot of it. Like, a lot of my customers have a million different cars. You know, they some of them might go, oh, Lamborghinis are for guys with chest hair and you know whatever they do that thing or they're like Ferraris are guys that collect hats or something. You know, there's always those things. Ford or Chevy. Well, I, I thought, well, there's definitely that, but um, I thought, you know, you were going to mention some of these events that you've gone to, like some of, like, you know, like the Lamborghini whatever events or, you know. The these Owners Club. But, yeah, all those guys have a bunch. Usually they have Ferraris and Porsches and everything else, too, you know, BMWs and stuff. So, I don't know. I don't feel like I, I, I come across that the badge snobbery that often. Yeah, we certainly don't run in that crew, but we see them at shows. Like so, if you go to the Concorso Italiano, it's basically that is a big part of it. It's the guys showing up that they are proud, or I don't know, they think they made it because they have that car now. Yeah, I don't know. There I, is those we just people. we're so like the DWA scene is so not into that. Right. I guess Art, that yeah. helps. Yeah. What do you yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Is like you know, uh, when I jokingly said, as soon as you finished reading that, is we just avoid that. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I think we're we're not like really hanging out with those types of people. So it's like, um, I mean, I I think there's also, you know, to be honest, like there's a maturity thing here. Like you know, when you're talking to like sixteen, you know, sixteen through twenty year olds who are just like you know mommy bottom this like they have they're not mature enough to handle it well and like they're probably going to be doing silly shit you know i don't know that's the that's the only thing that comes to mind is really i think you get to a certain point when you know you're a fucking adult about stuff i don't know yeah i think (laughs) you're right there where it's it's basically like don't hang around those people if you can avoid if you can avoid it there's nothing good coming of it Um, yeah i'm looking through his instagram feed and he's got a lot of different stuff porsche bmw vw Ducati. You're talking about Blitz Koenig? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was just trying to see from what angle he's coming from. I mean, nowadays it's like, you know, I think it's like the Porsche thing is just so blown up right now that that's where my mind goes immediately. Like the guys with the 911s who think that it's the be all end all of sports cars and nothing else matters. Yeah. Um, but and people who maybe knew, what's that? Who said that? Well, no, I'm just, I'm trying to guess. If I were to guess like where he was coming from, you know, like that might, that's the current thing right now, but he's got a 911, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's the people, the 911 people that he's hanging out with. But usually you're not around like a group of people and they're talking about how like every other car sucks, you know? Well, there's multiple things here, right? There's the car, there's like the car snob, which is just the car snob. There's the badge whore. There's those that think they're elite for the car that they drive. And like, so that's, I, I see these as like different things. They do overlap. You know what I mean? That's why I was yeah. thinking like, so I was thinking about like being a younger kid, like, you know, in the Honda scene, for example, it's like, it's just like, people are just like, it's like a whole different thing. And I, 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 there's like a maturity component. That's the only way I can describe it <laughs> um, because they think they're elite because they can afford like the spoon parts or this and that. And like, and it becomes like, it, but it, it's, it, but it, it's weird because like, I, I really, really strongly believe that it has to do with maturity. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I can. Cause I mean, you know, I mean, you could, you could own any, I mean, you could own, you know, a, a, a fucking warehouse full of the most amazing things and it's how you handle yourself. And I think that's, that's all I have to say. I don't know, man. Uh, I think Blitz Koenig is in Australia and you should come out here and hang out. You got a lot of cool shit on your Instagram. So. Yes. We'll talk about it. You don't have to deal with these people anymore. <laughs> uh, Motor Affair, the DWA $25,000 daily slash canyon car, 20-mile freeway commute, needs back seats, 
but 911 back seats are okay. Needs to be fun in the canyons and be a driver's car. I think those two. 996. Those two are pretty one and the same. Two answers from each of you. Your choice for Neo Classic pre-95 and modern 99 and up. Shop like you would for yourself. Go. Twenty-five. Patrick. Motor affair. Wait, isn't his name is Patrick, right? I don't know. I have it right. He just bought a 996, 2002. He's got rad artwork. He just sold his Evo on his page. And he sold a... Are these pictures that he has like done a filter over, or is he drawing these? I think it's like pictures he does a filter kind of thing. Still looks neat. Um, is that a great review of art? It looks neat. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> he I, like a, I like he it. He had a Skyline. I think he just sold his Evo, and he just bought that 2002 996. $25,000 for that. Two choices each. Pre ninety, there's like a dead spot between ninety five and ninety nine. Yeah, that's why he says yeah. pre ninety five and post ninety nine. Yeah, um, pre ninety five for twenty five grand Canyon Carver. That's kind of a you'd have to put a lot of money under one of those. For, or I don't know. I guess pre ninety five. That's everything, really. But yeah, um, God, that's. Four but seats. he says no. He says neo classic. So yeah, pre ninety five. So it's yeah. That's not like classic seventies. That's. Yeah, 80s, early um, 90s. I don't know why. Like, I, I'm jumping to, mentally to, like, E30s and, the and, thing that came and rabbits like and golf, but 25000 on one of those would be a lot. rough M6. I don't, 25 grand gets you a pretty decent one, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it gets you a, a decent a, M6. Driver M6. Yeah. Art? Did we lose you? Wait, well, you have another another answer, Warren, if you're starting. Did we lose Art? Oh, well. Screw them. Um, okay. Well, so yeah, what's yeah. your second answer? For that same price range, or do we go one more for later? No, uh, same price range. Two each. No, two answers from each of you. Yeah, two answers each. Two answers each person. One for pre-95. So. That's why I'm asking for your second answer. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so, pre-90... Pre ninety five. I'm just, uh, just going to go with what's on mine. Uh, I'll go with like a... Uh, 80s 911 ST or Carrera Targa for 25 because I get mm -hmm. a nicer car mm -hmm. for 25. And then post 95, 99. I mean, post 99, 99 for 25. 25. Shit. On one hand, like the earlier cars, it's like a very high price, it feels like. But then on the later cars, it's like right, it's like kind of low almost. Yeah. How about in, uh, I'll just go 996, whatever. Or uh, or maybe I could squeeze in a 997 if I'm, like, super lucky. Because I've seen it for 27. Right. And that's asking. That's a tough... I mean, I don't know if we can do it on the spot. Uh, maybe a four-door M3? Uh, E36? Obviously, yeah. No, post-99. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, 25? No, 99 was the last year, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Wait. What was the last year of the E E forty six art? E thirty six, you mean? E thirty six. I don't know what you're asking. Last year he has ninety nine, but that's a convertible only. Ninety eight oh, was the last of the four door. Yeah. That's I tough. mean yeah. Twenty five. Like <clears throat> would you really spend twenty five on a E thirty six? No, no, no. that's impossible. I mean I, I would I mean daily, I don't know. The, the, the How about an E46 M3 or oh, like yeah. E39 M5? E46 M3. There you go. That's what I'd go right. with. No one, no one going Japanese here, huh? 
No, I feel no our, I'm our going nine nine six for the newer one, and I can't I can't think of it. What do you want, Art? What's your one? Japanese car? So the the early car, um, dude, I would I would totally rock a 1993 RX seven. Mm. Uh, but the the, the 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 seats though, the rear seats. Really? Are, That's your answer. Well, it doesn't have rear seats. Well, the, I don't remember. That's what I was going to ask. Like, was it a requirement, or it just kind of had to, or maybe? Yeah, yeah, no, it has to have rear seats. But 911 esque seats are acceptable. I mean, oh. you'd you'd rather go an RX7 over like a 944 Turbo or a 944. Yes. Why would for you? Sure. Why would you do that? I freaking love those cars. They're just, this they're is the beautiful. second generation. No, this is third, well, gen. third generation. Oh, you're doing. I thought you. You. I thought you said that you were talking about the. You were doing the older car first. He right, three ninety five. Yeah, it's ninety three. Really, those round ones. Yes. Yeah. Damn, Ted. That's crazy. Damn. Oh my god. It's so, just that, that body style does not so seem that old. Don't those engines last for like fifty thousand miles or something? A hundred thousand, but the biggest issue is the cooling. So the cooling mm-hmm. system, if you if you get the cooling system dialed, yeah, you're, they pretty much last. You know, yeah, between ninety and hundred thousand. I know it's, <laughs> it's slow. That's so but, bad. How much? Um, how I've much heard, those I've heard, I think that's pretty. I think I think you're giving. They're right there. Twenty. I think twenty five. That's a pretty cool car. Yeah. And I think a hundred thousand is like pushing it on that. Yeah, and from what and, from what I've. And so sure. what? Like, I think, you know, it's, it's a car that, like, it, they're so simple. Like, it's, it's a, it's a rotary engine that you can literally pick oh. up with your hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Hey, what? It's dude, only an engine that nobody whatever, knows how to work on. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to work on. No, that, but. That's the thing is because it's, it's the fear <laughs> of the, the unknown, thing. dude. But it, are, you can put it in your backpack. I can put it in my backpack and I can change, I can change the auto to manual tranny while I'm at it. No, yeah. I'm not, but it's, no, like it's, dude, I've read about these cars extensively. Like I, 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 I really would not, I, I wouldn't, I would that, who's she pushy? He's read about them extensively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's just that it's different. It's something right. else. No, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool. They have yeah. like shoddy body fitment and stuff like that, but they're all right. <laughs> uh, I love Lane's compliments. Well, every oh, time no, I cool, see you cool. on the front, you know, the front bumpers are oh, all wavy. Like, and stuff. And yeah, aluminum, yeah, right? exactly. yeah, just like your beloved 914s. Um, what do you mean? Well, wavy you said wavy front bumpers. Yeah. Oh, um, come on. It's a little cap that puts you uh, replace <laughs> on a 40-year-old car, dude. We're okay. right, so can we are. wrap it up with, do we have our solid answers now? Uh, did you come up with any? I have. Yeah, I have my two. Okay. Go. So my 996, I said right away. Yeah. And then the early one, it might be a weird answer, but AMC I'm doing Eagle. G, uh, Subaru GC8 with an STI swap. You know what's really funny is that we're, we're not even thinking about like 60s. He says a pre-90. No, he did. He said Neo Classic. So uh, we were taking that like 80s, 90s. Okay. So I'm M6 and four-door M3. What's a Subaru GHC? Or, uh, GC8. Yeah, the, the first Impreza. How dare oh, you, Lane? You mean? What? GC10, you said right. No, I said GC8. Oh, GC8. What the hell? I'm super confused. Oh, I, love, right. I love art being confused on the names. <laughs> yeah. All right. PFM California. Really enjoyed Podcast 150, a peek behind the scenes of a tough, tough business. Yeah, th- thanks for skipping over my new car, bud. What? Yeah, what's your new oh, car, Art? I can spit it out. <laughs> Jesus. Mr. Um, Colin over here. I want uh, a 2002 E55 AMG wagon. Okay. That, Did they make wagons super, in 2002? Super common. Yes. Not. Canyon Carver? Or, no, or 2006. Is they didn't make them in 2002? Is it, no. I think it's the 03 to 06 body style. Sir, right? first of all, Canyon Carver, get real. Yeah. Dude. Poor choice. Can... Yeah. Fail. What's your other choice? Oh, yeah. CTSV. RX7. So you could tow the RX7 with your fucking Mercedes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Vanagon. All right. Um, 
Okay, I really enjoyed Podcast 150. A similar look at the repair world may be equally interesting, particularly in the context of the DWA listener, a guy with an old off-center car. By the way, can I just say that I like the way he describes it? A guy with an old off-center car. <laughs> I know. What the hell? I mean, that could be like our tagline. DWA podcast for those with old off-center cars. Um, I yeah, I guess that's true. Um, well, I mean, we could definitely talk about the repair business. I've been around it for a while now, and it's not all that interesting. Oh, no, I think it totally is. Nah, not really. I don't know. It, it would be hard to do a similar show. It's disappointing. I think is the thing is uh, like I'm not really sure what you would talk about, except I guess like the typical like the the, the problem customers and like how how to how to blow it with an older car that you're trying to service and how to do it right yeah. or maybe how to find the right mechanics. But Warren's kind of gone into a lot of that. I don't, I don't I, think which I think I love it when we have those little yeah. tidbits. I, I think, don't think, I think that is interesting. I don't think there's as many uh, hidden kind of things that the consumer doesn't yeah. know about. Right? It's more about like what kind of consu- this. The consumers that don't know they're bad, you know, like, yeah, it's so like pointing out, you know, how you can blow it as a I consumer. I talked to someone today that was working on a Corvair and the customer, it's their daily driver, fucking 40 year old Corvair. And they don't understand that these cars are not meant to be driven like your Toyota. So they're going way past the service interval. And then when things break and fail and it's this, you know, they had an oil leak and he fixed the oil leak. And then the lady drove and was like, now it runs like shit. And it's like, well, yeah, I fixed the oil leak, but I didn't touch anything else. And it's an old car and they don't realize that. So yeah, I think with the mechanic, the mechanic world, it's always the mechanic's fault. Yeah. And they get a bad rap a lot of times when they, when they don't deserve it. Like people come in, Oh, I need you to find this problem. Well, well, we, you know, when we go to work on something, we'll have to replace like five things to find it. And they sometimes have to do that as well. Or then you don't even find it. And then you're, you're pissed off as the consumer. Yeah. And now there's a, there's a great, uh, kind of poem that a mechanic had written a long time ago. And it was essentially the, the gist of it was you expect me to look at your car and know it's wrong. And then when I fix something and something else goes wrong, I'm a crook. Like, and it was just all these different examples of that. And it's it's a hard business, the old cars especially, because if you have a customer that doesn't understand that. Like Dave, our buddy Dave, he works at a hot rod shop, and he thinks anything 73 and newer is a new car. It's like, that's, that's a modern car. And I'm like, dude, do you think there's fucking a Brakemaster cylinder for a Corvair Monza on the shelf at any parts store right now? Don't use that example because there might be. I don't even know if it shares. <laughs> it might share a bunch of shit, but yeah, that's actually, my point. It shares it with every <laughs> exactly. But my point is, like, that is not a typical thing. And if you have that car, you better expect, you better know that it could take a week to get a part or whatever. You know. Yeah, the reality is, shops, good shops that are trustworthy aren't making a ton off you and they're not trying to swindle you by doing extra repairs. Like really they care about you being a happy customer and having a car that's running despite you <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. coming in and not doing the maintenance correctly and stuff right. like that. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Well, how often huge. is that the case you think like that you've encountered Warren? Uh, what, what do you mean? Bad like, customers versus good. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's almost like the, the, 
motto of a shop is that you don't want those bad customers. It's it's like I don't even want the work. I don't want their money because it's just a more bigger headache. I had talked to a guy that runs a modern Mercedes shop in, in town, and he had – what were we talking about? I think we were talking about modern SLs and their um, active body control suspension and how expensive it is. And he was like, well, yeah, it is really expensive, but if anyone says anything about the price, I just tell them to go somewhere else. I don't want them as a customer, which is so – it's a little counterintuitive because at one, on one angle, you're like, I need that money, and I want to work on that car and get that person's money you know, and, and fix it. But you also don't want to deal with the grief that they're going to give you every time they bring their car in and have a problem, which yeah. if you have a fucking modern Mercedes is quite a bit. So it's, it's that. And then he was also saying that if you have a modern um, – like a – a warranty, aftermarket warranty, those customers are the best because it's all covered. They've already paid for it. They've paid the $1,000, $2,000 when they bought the car. Yeah, 4000 5000 for Mercedes. Anything that goes wrong, you just call the insurance and they send you a, a credit card number and it's fixed. Yeah, and then yeah. they say, what else do you need? When I, you know, what else can we find <laughs> exactly. that's wrong with this car? And they can fix everything and yeah, and yeah, do it all with OE uh, parts and stuff. Ask our buddy Goldine. Yeah, I paid $4,500. Right? That. That, sure, I mean, yeah. that's crazier. That, that one story on... I want to say it was Jalopnik or something that he bought that Range Rover from CarMax with the full warranty. Yeah, it was like Doug DeMuro. I think it was like a $4,000 everything covered warranty, and he used it in six months, and it's still on the car, you know. Uh, isn't he doing it with an Aston now? Is is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, God, he's a glutton. And that thing's, the, the, I remember I saw it after like two months, and it was in the shop for like six of those weeks or something. I am not surprised. All right. Um, so maybe we'll get into that a little more down the road but um pfm california i hope that answered or helped you uh classic sports car pick a 25 year old car to import from the uk now that the dollar is worth more pound is worth more pounds i don't think that's quite true i think that's it's true. Like that's exactly what i was gonna say dollar 28 <laughs> or something right right it's already over 130 130 yeah but it's it's not a dollar 75 which it was five years ago right Right, but uh, but like like six months ago, it was like one forty something. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it hasn't like tanked, and it's actually on its way back up. So, okay. but anyways, yeah, let's say let's let's imagine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what Brian's gonna pick. Yeah, so you can skip me. <laughs> He's but, gonna get a Lancia Stratos. No Ford fucking Escort for sure. British son of a gun over here. Hashtag info. Hashtag what? E N F O English Ford. Oh, is that the hashtag? Yeah. Did you oh, just that's, make that that's up? Rad. That's no, no, good. look it up, and it's the Windsor and Kent guys and all those guys. Oh, do it, yeah. By the Info. way, info. Well, the Windsor and Kent account is pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Brian likes it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say before? That's rad. Or that's dope. That's, um, I would uh, do one of those, uh, let's see, 25 years. It's a little tricky because, first of all, I hate right hand drive. That fucks me. Why do you hate right hand drive? <laughs> I hate it. Uh, can't pass anyone. Art, Art can uh, swap that over for you. <laughs> Dude, I can just bring it into my rotary shop. Dude, it's so, <laughs> it's rotary so simple. Shop. It is so simple. You yeah. just need to dash the wiring to yeah. the steering column. Uh, just a couple of hacksaws. The most uh, difficult part is the firewall, bro. I've done it a couple times. <laughs> you need like a Jaws of Life to get through that part. You said you broke it a couple times? <laughs> broke it. Um, God, that's a good question. Uh, twenty-five years. Twenty. What about what about a more recent Ford Escort? Are those twenty-five years yet? Yep. That uh, crazy one, the Cosworth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, the RS Star two thousand or whatever. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, those are expensive. Really expensive. Oh, like an RS two hundred or whatever. Yeah, 
No, 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 no. Not the mid-engine uh, one. Oh. The Ford Escort Cosworth with the crazy big wing. You're talking about like that the XRT4 wing. equivalent, right? Like oh. the, what we got is the Merker. Yeah. XR4TI. Yes. I mean, really, is it that related? I guess so. Yeah. You can um, go buy one of those here. I'm going to go with a uh, Rolls-Royce Carmagu. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Two-door, pin and in a bodied Rolls-Royce. Right. The worst car you could ever have. I'll go with a... Uh, what's that one I like? Art, the Renault Alpine... Uh, the, like, 80s one or whatever. Oh, like, the, the more, like, squarish one? Like, yeah, the sharper yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, is that the 3 or something? Oh, or the 2? A310, uh, I, a- a- I think, right? Yeah, A310, yeah. yeah. I'll go with an A310. Oh, that wedgie one? It's yeah, the like, wedgie one, yeah. 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 Those are cool. Super funky. <laughs> what about you, Art? Grand Tour. Arturo? Yeah, um, I actually, um, this is not legit, uh, because you know, it's California and we wouldn't be able to get it passed here probably, but I, I want the Evo one, one ninety E Cosworth. Mm, that's uh, good, but that's fucking, exp- I mean, I guess money is whatever, but those are so expensive. What are they, like 300 grand or something? Yeah. No, 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 not the, the Evo one. Actually, oh shit, well, there's a $25,000 limit. Oops. <laughs> what, is that what it was? Or 25 year? No, 25, 25 year. year. So oh, it's 91. Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No, yeah, you can get it. They made those like, in the eighties, huh? As long as it's For not sure. an e- like something like the really one of the really special editions, you can find them like they're money. They're like you know close to a hundred grand between seventy five and a hundred. Oh okay. But um, that's in. that would be my choice. Yeah, cool. Uh, Bance nine eleven SC says, guys, what are the must have mods for the seventy nine nine eleven SC? I'm currently restoring. Going to be my daily driver to work and back, which is about 10 miles round trip. Also want to do the occasional loner road trip and rally. <laughs> Already did Carrera chain tensioners, uh, but wondering about suspension, tires, trans, and shifters. Ride height, question mark? So he doesn't have any friends. Love the, po- on trips. Love the podcast and keep it up. And then he says, longer, not loner. A loner road trip sounds sad. Ha ha. So he's always friends with art. <laughs> no exclamation. No, just, so, just a ha-ha. Steve, uh, Steve Anderson Illustrations said it below, but you want to do turbo tie rods and a, and a pop-off valve. He says airbox pop-off valve and turbo tie rods. And then, um, I don't know, like, I, what do you guys think? I mean, I think a good set of Belsteins and some yep. uprated um, torsion bars. And then How about some, some good seats? sticky rubber, some good seats. That goes pretty far if you're driving and, it every day. Uh, I think that's... Kind of about it for that car. I mean, you could probably do a bigger, like a bigger master cylinder or something. Weevo shifter. Yeah, Weevo shifter would be cool. A Porsche Punks hat. It is kind of key. Yeah. Yeah. What about some fender flares? Some Joshi robots. uh, Gas flaps. RWB stuff. Um, and and uh, and so the one thing that I have to mention about the tires is that you're really restricted here by wheel size. And so, I mean, it depends what you want to do. I mean, obviously, it sounds like he's going to be driving the car regularly and doing canyon carving stuff. So something at least like a high-performance summer. And if you keep the 15-inch Fuchs, like, you're going to be super limited. So What, um, what a year is this car? 79. 79. Well, he could just – I mean, he can have like 16-inch Fuchs on it. That would be rad. So if he did 16-inch Fuchs, because you were thinking about the offset in the back, is that why? Well, I mean, 16s, all the Carreras and stuff had 16, so. I'm just wondering, because you said uh, why you were asking what year it was. Oh, because of what what it came with standard. Oh, gotcha. Because the Carreras Uh, all had 16s. 
Yeah, sixteens would be great. I mean, he can do yeah, like a like a Bridgestone RE seven sixty or like do the a ones, million. Or, like, I mean, he can do a million. Yeah, tires, yeah, a right? sixteen inch is good. So yeah. anything performance oriented, I mean, they're all pretty good these days. Fifteen's <laughs> um, pretty hard to find stuff though. So. Yeah, exactly. Are those a uh, uh, thermal reactor? Those are not okay. Yeah. That's so oh, that's another thing, Lane. So um, you, those actually you can squeeze a bit of power by doing like the SSI headers. Or yeah, something. that's a good one, dude. The SSI headers are great. Um, I I do the I do the sport exhaust uh, conversion where you where you block off the left and then you do the two center pipe the two pipes coming out of the middle. Yeah. Um, and you take out the baffling and stuff. Love that. That looks good. Sounds good. And what else? A Momo Prototipo steering wheel. Of course, that's mandatory. Get the Magnus Walker one with the built-in patina. Hey, yeah. He had to stress his each wheel, okay? It's not- <laughs> How does he do that? Rub it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? <laughs> um, but have you guys, did you guys, this guy, he emailed us a couple times. Yeah. You guys see that? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's restoring well, his he- car, and it's kind of cool, like. In fact, he set up this account to document his restoration, yeah. which is really cool. And he's having it done at a – what's that place? It's a place uh, in L.A. that you had It's known. a place I had uh, posted pictures of it a couple yeah. years or so ago. My brother was down there. So it's uh, B-A-N-T-Z underscore 911SC for anyone wanting yeah. to follow along. Um, Steve Anderson Illustrations is rad, by the way, so check him out as well. Uh, Jamil, yeah, he does all the illustrations for Excellence Magazine and like Corvette Magazine, he's done Ferrari, a bunch of really rad stuff. Yeah, all the all the big. Yep. And hey, one, should... one more thing, Lane. Do you know does does it have the uh, Euro H4s on it or the sugar scoops? I don't know what his car has, but Euro H4s is the call. Art, yes, you're a sugar scoop. Ooh, I don't should, like uh, sugar scoops, dude. Me neither. Should he do? Uh, should he change his side view mirrors? Like Vitalonis or whatever. Know, or, he can keep them. He can do whatever he I wants. Think he was with more. That. He was talking about like more su- substantial. Yeah, shit. I think you guys are right. Like the Wevo is a good idea. A smaller wheel is nice. I vote for really good seats. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With that. Maybe, Maybe some redline nice. pedals and stuff. Nology hot wires. Mm, Underglow body kit. Ronal teddy bears. How's the ignition on? What's the ignition system on that car? Is it points or is it electronic? I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Jamil J.S. Mazira says, say chicken in the manliest voice you can muster. Hmm. <laughs> chicken. Chicken. Chicken? That's, that's the best you could muster. I don't know. Who mustered that one? That was, that was wham. Well, you didn't do it, Art. Oh. Well, all right. Uh... Chicken. <laughs> Is that manly? I don't know. Get heavy breathing, breathing like, for sure. your connection. Right? <laughs> yeah. You swallow your mic? <laughs> Chicken. All right. Um, someone from Driving Awesome is referring to shit in the fucking comment section. Was that? Oh, it looks like oh, that was me. Was it? What, uh, Steve. It was Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Wise. Um, he says, I like that one My at my femur hertz. How has your taste in cars and modifying cars changed over time? How do you see it changing in the future? I don't think my taste has changed at all. No? He's still trying to make his car into a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> but who it's isn't, sand right? and foam, right? I mean, there's some basics, you know, that everybody's striving for. You've gotten smarter. <laughs> no, I'm still on the whole... <laughs> no. <laughs> 
black wheel, black steel wheels, white letters out, rally. The yeah, more rally, the better. Like it's been had, that way since the very beginning, and I I feel like I haven't changed. But if you had a truck today, you wouldn't try to fucking silicone the the tailgate. Well, no, shut. because now I've done it once before. And would you put race stripes on it like you did here? Yeah, man, rally edition. I made it into the rally edition. That's still what I'm into. <laughs> um, okay. Art? It's not just a question for me, though. No, it isn't. I don't. I feel I'm with you, Brian. I feel like I, mine hasn't really changed. I don't think mine's changed that much. Yeah, I think, but there's a, if anything, about, it's been more solidified with the, uh, the recent cars that have come out. As cars have gotten heavier, it's like I only like the stuff that I liked back in high school even more. You know, right. stuff I can't afford. I think I appreciate stuff maybe I didn't. I took for granted back then. Yeah, like. The stock paint on the Sidewinder mm-hmm. and Ooh, little yeah. little things what like makes those I cars appreciate cool. like I appreciate patina and stuff like that mm-hmm. more than I used to. Mm-hmm. Where I I used to want everything perfect. Yep. I also once bought a Momo license plate frame for my car. Right. <laughs> I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, oh, stuff man. like that. Yeah. Thank you for being honest with us, Lane. But that's not that bad. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, I think my car had a I run for fun license plate frame, and I didn't want that. So run for fun. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny in a yeah, certain sort of way. Yeah. Um. I well, the the one thing that came to mind is uh, is that I, I used to actually like like a Spartan and as race influenced as possible or, or inspired, I should say. Mm-hmm. So like I used to strip out my interiors and like run no door panels. So no carpets, like, right? No carpets, just like a, made it, made my cars feel like all like they were all sixties, analog, eighties or sixties. I can't remember. Sixties, sixties. Oh, uh, but yeah, I used to I used to rip out carpet. I used to rip out sound deadening. I used to run like fixed carbon Kevlar seats, like all that type of shit. And I thought that was awesome. And I I couldn't really understand why people like to drive Audis. And I, I always used to think like, man, like I used to call them all unnecessary devices installed. Like the idea of having all this luxury and heavy shit in my car didn't make any sense to me. Like I wanted it to be as light and as like nimble as possible and as loud as possible. Um, and I definitely could not tolerate that shit anymore now um like i i really like com- i like to have like a dedicated comfortable car and something a little racier but even like my 993 it's sort of hot rotted but it's comfortable it has working ac i used to rip the ac out of every single car i had um because it was heavy <laughs> yeah uh so i was all about adding lightness to all my cars uh i think i've kind of, that's kind of subsided now i just go for slick top look at that yeah look at that um <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That's probably one thing. Um, I think that uh, the other way around, though, I think like uh, as Lane has become more, or more appreciative. Well, I, I appreciate Patina too, but I actually like was less like detail focused. Like I, I notice a lot more about cars that I actually like wouldn't have noticed back then, just with experience, right? And I'm like more discerning about, for example, panel cap, as, as was mentioned earlier, or you know, like the fit and finish of the interior or the materials used. Uh, all of those little details have have come with as I've gotten older Uh, whereas before I didn't give a shit like I I thought an STI interior was perfectly adequate you know (laughs) JDM art JDM art all right Um, Royce Amatique I have a mid 90s hot hatch Peugeot 306 GTI which is kind of rough but still good looking something makes me want to fit chrome bullet mirrors long exhaust tips like on an E-type how big of a faux pas is this? Is this coincidental, this question here? Because <laughs> I have a feeling that Royce Amatique is very young. Uh, I don't know about that. I couldn't, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, he's got a lot of car pictures, uh, and I actually don't even know where he is. Uh, I would guess he's in Europe. 
But uh, I can't tell you much more than that. He's, oh, the, and he's, he's the one that has his tagline. His tagline is standing with those who are against teleportation. So, Royce, <laughs> so you are rad. in the fucking Hall of Fame right now. <laughs> oh, uh, and two freaking three pictures ago, he posted a thing about how we should listen to him. I know. Or, or pumping the podcast. Uh, we appreciate all that. Um, I think you do what you want as long as they're reversible. I mean, especially if your car's already rough and it's just a, a little hot hatch. Um, you'd be the only one with chrome bullet mirrors, probably. That's a cool little car, though. Very cool around here. We do not have them. They do not exist yeah. in California or anywhere. Um, I don't think I've ever seen one here. So do it. Send us pictures. Uh, what else are you going to do? Uh, L- Lane agrees with yeah. this? I don't know. I mean, what he wants to put bullet mirrors... On yeah. a modern What's ninety, that? on a nineties rounded off car with plastic mirrors. Oh, yeah, you can't yeah. do it on that That's car. Nice. Never mind. All right, this car. In it, they're it's like in a Mark II GTI, and they're but the they're integrated into the A pillar. <laughs> yes. Well, don't think so, about the don't think about how to do it. Well, that's what it. I'm looking at. Maybe like, you should do it because the the integration of the mirrors would be very hard. I thought they were like, I thought it was an older model with body. Like you could do that. Why not? No, because how do you replace it? You just pop them off. I thought it would. I thought it had like door mounted mirrors, and you would just Dude, unscrew them. We and can. Put them off. We can do fucking. I guess we if we can we can swap can left and right hand right and if we can what does art do what's his specialty trans swap uh, and then you, uh, then Brian here I can maneuvers. maneuver the shit out of that thing yeah <laughs> we're gonna have the ugliest cars in the world no I I think I think that's the wrong oh, I think way should, to go but I think you should do what he wants to it I mean yeah if the car's a little beat and stuff I mean but How I don't I don't think if he's stuck straight exhaust going out of the back all along oh, right. that wouldn't give you a jag vibe that would be like the crazy freaking Japan vibe right like the yeah. okay, if cars it started. With the, what, what is that up. called, Art? Bozozoku. Yeah, yeah Bozozoku. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bozo uh, for short. Um, okay, so give it a try. Try it. Just Brian would say. Try and teleport. I don't know, Royce. I think that the, you should look at the other alternative. Like, if there are any alternatives, like, what's the aftermarket like for these cars? There might be a cooler mirror that flows with the car better. Maybe um, a black shoot, Vitaloni. Shoot us some options, and we, we'll make some suggestions. But I, I think, say, yeah. 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 It's just too – it doesn't flow with the car at I all. say you make it into a little rally car. Exactly. You Screw know? the mirrors. Yeah. Take the mirrors off. The mirrors it doesn't matter what's behind you. They're pretty oh, Brian, well, Lift it up. You want rally? Lift it up. Put some steel wheels on yeah. there. Some chunky tires. You're voting rally. Go rally, yeah. Hey, homeboy is and, uh, in, in I'm not England bothered. where okay. MOT shit is important. So are we telling him to do illegal things now? Oh, fuck. We're not qualified. <laughs> yeah, we're not qualified to answer this question. Good point, Art. BRZO app. Last question. Around here, San Francisco Bay Area, most of the police and highway patrol have replaced their vehicles with explorers and chargers. In your expert automotive opinion, what should they have chosen? Can I just, I'm so glad that he mentioned this because I was just driving a lot this weekend and, uh, this feels, so I'm waiting for these SUVs to hit the police auctions. Like, I wonder if you can get a great deal on those things. It seems like the perfect are you? cheap family home. <laughs> why would you want a shitty okay. used Explorer? Wait, why, why not just buy an Explorer then? What's I don't, the well, no, I mean, because if I remember correctly, like the police auctions, like you can get stuff super cheap, right? Because they're big. That was like in 1994. And, and they're they like, have... no, but they got all the good options, right? Like no. the heavy duty suspension, the big motor. No, there is bigger no brakes. Big motor. There is no There's big motor. motor. It's just okay. a six cylinder. I don't know much about it. They use fleet brake pads. 
And well, you can ch- break pads. The cars are just like beat to hell, and They're they have shitty to start and, with. And they the dashes have screw holes in them. But let's think about the positives. If it's cheap, let's think about the positives. It's already got the dog separator in there. <laughs> the seat for a family car. The back seats are plastic. But typically, the dog you can hose them out. Maybe the hose out. Typically, the dog okay. separator isn't between the driver's seat and one, the passenger. And one thing you'll realize <laughs> when you have a family, you want the car to be comfortable and like. And nice, and not, 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 shit not plastic and, pissed, and shit. Not shit and pissed in by some criminal. <laughs> and not 50 okay. year, and not super old and beat up. Maybe once they're a little older, that sort of stuff would matter. Oh, you want when they're in older. car seats and puking everywhere. You want even older. <laughs> I don't know, when they're like, when, they, when they're out of car seats, that's, yeah. that's when. He was thinking, it's a good thing, hey. Thanks for bringing up this question, Phil. <laughs> You've really brought a lot of stuff to light. Uh, I would, I think they should be in, uh, Four-cylinder Toyota Venza all-wheel drive. Dude. Yeah. Thank you, Lane. Sure. What? Dude, Chevy, because yeah. it's Chevy efficient. Bolt? They're quick enough. They handle probably better than an Explorer. They're all-wheel drive. Who makes a Venza? Toyota. Toyota. Oh. They're going to be more No, it should be American, efficient. bro. Aren't Venza's made in, like, Kentucky or something? Yeah, right? Aren't they made Maybe in Ohio? It has to be American. How about, like, the new uh, Chrysler minivan or something? Ford like, Flex. Yeah, there you go. Chrysler Pacifica? No. Minivan. Uh, <laughs> I'm just clarifying what Lance said. Good God. Minivan, easy to put people in, lot, haul, haul a lot of stuff. <laughs> so intimidating. Dude, That's their whole cares. goal. They want to be intimidated. I saw a white Explorer. It's all better white. for them not to be intimidated. All white, no lights on top, one badge on the side, white highway patrol. Oh, that's an explorer, dude! I this whole weekend I'm like seeing these explorers in the fast lane, and I'm like, you know, going slow, pulling over. But the answer is they should have gone with the Z28 Camaro. (laughs) I I personally think it's a great choice. I mean, they get a high. They get a suggesting good cars. Well, what else? (laughs) American. I mean, really, I think it just has to be big and and. Like comfortable for them to sit in all their gear and have and have all the shit on the dash and and be able to fit people on the back. I mean, yeah. and it has to be Americans basically. So, what so is it's there a really pretty good choice. From? Like what they have now is sure. How, how about, about how about stripped down uh, CTSs? That's not. I mean, or it's a Cadillac though. I, so I you're know, getting, but it's American. I know, it's but you're it getting, rides good. You're getting big money. You want our tax dollars going towards? I said stripped down Cadillac. <laughs> I don't know. What about the, the Malibu? Yeah, yeah, Malibu's not bad. SS. That's what the old Malibu was. Chevy SS. Yes. It was the cop car, front yeah. wheel drive. You go with SS. It's LS1 rear. Dude, just give them Priuses or something. Yes, Prius give them Priuses. Give them yeah. Chevy Bolt, Volts. My my vote was going to be a Chevy Volt. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, actually, I that's think a good I like choice. That idea. Actually, that's probably a really good choice. Yeah. God, Art, just when I thought you couldn't fuck up anymore, <laughs> you're going totally redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, that would be sending the right message too. <laughs> they make a Malibu hybrid now. It's the same thing as the Volt, basically. Really? Yeah, same idea. It runs the motor. It's it's always running off the motor. I, I believe so. Is the Volt must be front wheel drive, right? No, no, it's rear only, <laughs> manual transmission. <laughs> no, I mean they could, the electric car. They could make it whatever. Right? No, I think it is front, and they probably could make an all wheel drive version. But um, yeah, front. Oh, how about Tesla? Wait, wait. Did you say, wait? Did you American. say this is not like the Fisker where it's like all it's running the engine to power the cells that then drive the wheels? Like it actually has electric range, and yes. then it'll yeah, and the yeah the engine will kick in if you run out of but yeah. I but the I'm, engine acts as a generator. Right, right, right. Yeah, it does exactly. Yeah. But, but it, I think now they've figured it out where it also can boost performance. 
Oh, it, really? It will actually, it, yeah, it's pretty sophisticated Like torque shit. fill kind of thing? Yeah. That's so, cool. There's a whole ad I read. Of, I like, think that's a good choice. Vault. There yeah. you go. Or a Malibu hybrid. Yeah. Whatever. Good job, Art. Not the, the charger seems kind of too big and not very efficient on space and stuff. Terrible. Yeah. As Horrible. a cop, I would want better, uh, a bigger greenhouse too, and up higher. Or something. And I don't yeah, think I, the I floor is a great. That's pretty good. All wheel drive, yeah, you know, nice. pretty modern. Kinda, kinda cheap. Brian wants one. That's the thing. It's like what what company is giving them the best deal? Essentially, totally. And that you can service in a lot of places yeah. and stuff. But yeah, Volt, yeah, Volt gets kind of tricky actually. And they look at price price for repairs as well, right? Because these cars are constantly in the shop. So yeah, you need specialized equipment to deal with the Volt. But a lot mm-hmm. of uh, maintenance yards at counties, whatever, don't really want to deal with. But you have a lot less maintenance. That's the thing. Mm. All right. Well, why don't you guys, uh, the listeners, nothing. the listeners should give us their choice. We'd be happy to hear it, but it has to be American. Nice cop out. What? We gave answers. Yeah, no. <laughs> nice cop out. You mean nice talking to our wonderful listeners? Yeah. No, there was a pun in there. I appreciated it, Brian. I'm waiting. <laughs> cop out. Did you mean that? Yeah. I no, that. you didn't. Yeah. No, uh, he didn't. I don't think he did. You're, you're, I may have meant it after. <laughs> I didn't even pick up one of it. It was really good. Just when you couldn't fuck up anymore, you totally redeemed yourself. Uh, All right. Well, that's a podcast. No, there's one more. No, there isn't. Oh, wait, are you on Facebook? Walter Michael Woods. Oh, says, we had a great one on Facebook. We got to get thir- to it. 13 minutes ago. It's new. Oh. Walter Michael Woods says, y'all hiring? Oh. Yes, we are. <laughs> hey, <laughs> laugh out loud. Dude, did you ever thank Walter for giving you that scenario? I don't know how to do that. No, I didn't thank him on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Walter Michael Wood, thank you. Is the ish. Wait, details. He, he is the ish. So, I posted a picture of... Uh, my dashboards, the Mercedes dashboards, like my whole collection, uh, and they all have shitty stereo replacements. So when I got to the 69 230 uh, sedan, uh, somebody mentioned something about like the bad stereo. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I would love to find a Becker Mexico if possible. So a few people actually commented on the on the post and said they might be able to find them. And I hit up, uh, I, I DM Walter Wood back and um, he sent me. Uh, Becker Mexico radio and wouldn't accept any money. He sent it to you he like sent in the it mail. To me. In, in the, the mail, mail? Like it you came money? within like two days. Dude, does it? He work? wouldn't even accept money for He's, the shipping. He said it works. You, Brian, you gotta do something. I know. I need your guys' help to Brian, figure out how I can help repay him. We'll figure it out. I, it's not going to be sexual favors, Lane. <laughs> I mean, that would be awkward for everybody involved. <laughs> By the way, we are hiring. But um, we are hiring. The yeah, pay is not great, <laughs> but it's uh, rewarding. If action-packed environment Brian, with you teammates, s- you can count on future Brian. growth potential. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, and then if you get someone else, their growth comes to you. <laughs> uh, we don't like on. to use the word pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's called the DWA University. <laughs> yeah, Lane, what, what, there was a, a one on Facebook. You oh said? yeah, I think can you, you get yeah. on there. Can Art? you get on it, Art, and check yeah, it out? Let me, let me jump on it. Yeah, jump Dude, on that's it. That's so rad. So Walter gave you that. I know. Like I feel that's like, kind of amazing. Like that's a really collectible, you know, a wanted stereo. Yeah, it's not like some piece of shit or anything. Yeah, it's like, and it's super cool too. It's got it's a cassette version also. Yeah. So there's also a hack for a uh, an input. You can do a little modification to uh-huh. the back of it and yeah. make a 
a pluggable like an aux yep yeah. auxiliary input oh, on, yeah. on a becker that's so cool so cool pretty cool super cool i've seen it there's a really detailed uh web uh inst- tutorial that's really simple and uh, laid out so i don't know if you were going to keep it and you really liked it it'd be a nice little option yeah, no, absolutely. It'd be pretty cool. No, Brian already sold it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, I made, a, I made a huge profit. <laughs> um, all right, so this is a Gabe Nashon. I think I think he follows us on Instagram. Yeah, he's well. uh, up in the city, right? Nashon or Nation? Nation. Gabe Nation, probably. N-A-H-S-H-O-N. Oh, Nashon? Nashon? Yeah, his buddy, I think his buddy or his cousin was selling a 190E Sportline, remember? Yeah. Yeah, which was pretty rad. Um, it's not that I, one you found, Art. That was like, or Hushy Pushy sent us. It was a Sportline manual. No, oh, it's not, not that one. one. That one was fucking oh, it's so sick. rad. It was like a Cosworth without. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one was stuff. just a, an automatic with the red piping on the black leather. <laughs> okay. Are you guys redeeming yourselves over there? No, you you are the only We're waiting for the question. Cop out was a real real boon to the podcast. <laughs> okay, Gabe Nashon, is there any validity to the idea that vintage sport vintage sports cars should be fitted with the tires that have a period correct level of tire performance, mm. or should we ignore the low performance of all season rubber and embrace the modern era of tire technology and all of the benefits that it offers? I currently have the Falcon 615K on my E30, which is an extreme performance rubber, but I'm considering going with some old school all seasons for my next set due to the 14 inch tire. Yeah, vehicle. Warren's Warren's pumping his fist. I know, dude. Uh, also, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> also thinking that my car might actually be more fun with a little less grip overall. Thoughts? 911R style, huh? Yeah, I. I, I think one. there's some to to be short with it. I think there's some validity to this. Uh-huh. There is. That's like the the BRZ FRS kind of thing, right? Yeah. They put the Prius tires on it so it can Equals kind of move around drift. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They do that from the factory. Yeah, it has shitty tires basically, and it makes it kind of slippery, hmm. so you can slide around with 200 horsepower. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but but I thought there was also. I mean, it, it, that is true, but they also um, put those tires on there because they expect people to replace them, right? Like the whole tuner approach. Right. Like that, that whole philosophy was like, like, you know, the badges are super easy to remove so that you can customize them. And I mean, that's, it, yeah, that's kind of Scion's approach from day one, right? Right, like right. Modifiable um, cars. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, I think, you know, yes, what he's saying there at the end is true. Like if, but that's true. If that's the type of driving he wants to, like if that's what he's doing with his car, right? Like if yeah. he wants the car to be slidey, that's rad. But there, yeah. but if he also wants to, have a, a car that has good grip and good balance, like that, then, you know, that, that comes into play as well, right? So, like, there's, it depends on what you're trying to do, I guess. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um, you guys are cracking up over there. <laughs> yeah. We're, no, we're cracking up. Because <laughs> stupid Brian over here has a beer bottle opener in his hand and he's flicking around with it right by the mic for no reason. And Lane gives him a weird look and he doesn't do anything. And I give him a weird look and then he twirls it around like a gun in his finger. Like, to go, like, what do you mean? When Warren tells him to stop. <laughs> no, I was trying to take it away from him like a child with a toy. Like, give me that. All he's right, like sorry. tapping his wedding ring. We were trying to hold out so you could finish your answer. It's a Vantigo. Really... It's a Vantigo bottle. 
open. Yes, thank you, Ben. Oh, nice. Tigo. Sorry, Art. Um, Sorry. But Art, I think, uh, I don't know what you just said, but, no, but uh, how could you, how could I, you like even, uh, I like you. you. So, by the way, so much You're leverage good. on those Vantigo bottle openers are awesome. Oh, yeah. so no, they good. really are great, yeah. <laughs> they make a great noise, too. <laughs> um, the one thing that I was thinking, how would you even put period tires on an E30? Well, you kind of have period tires on it. But no E30 came with those tires. But I'm saying, like, if you were going to go with the old technology and, and compounds, uh, that yeah. doesn't yeah. exist. <clears throat> no, that seems hard to do to me, too. Like, I was originally thinking with this question that he meant, like, super early cars, and you're going, yeah, but y'all like the skinny ones, like or, or even the bias plies, but like, yeah, like Coker, or like, um, yeah, where they're making yeah. recreation, or the weird but, Pirellis and Michelin compounds for the Daytona Ferraris era yeah. that, that people do use. Well, they, like, they um, still make. Our that. friend Porsche hobbyist, Ryan, just got that 69 911T, mm-hmm. and he has the Michelin, what do they call like X, XYZ, XYX's. XYX's on it? Yeah. And they're, you can only buy them from Coker, and they're like 450 bucks a tire. So those are the same thing they do for the Ferraris. Yeah. And I was thinking, do they look period, but they have a better compound now, or are they truly the same tire? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be answer, a newer but I think, I think it's an old compound. Wow. Seems dangerous. Tire technology's gotten so much better, and if you're driving high speeds in one of those cars, but the hot, handling of that car was built for that tire. I definitely appreciate that, but hey, yeah, Warren, Warren, this is your modification yeah. thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I like definitely you buy t- this car to get the vintage feel, right? So for Warren? the listeners, my tires are really wide. They're they're what's the opposite of stretch? They're girth. They have girth. <laughs> Yes. Um, no, we had a name for this yeah, before, actually. It? Danny George came up with it. He said, yeah. blank is chunky the new stretch. It's, no, it's not chunky. Uh, meaty. 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 Yeah. meaty is the new stretch. And they're they're just super wide. All attributions to Danny George have been paid. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to send him money? I think so. Okay. Um, BF just Goodrich, don't say that word anymore. <laughs> BF Goodrich radial TAs on basket weaves. So they're really meaty. What? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Just cost us five cents I'm again. sorry. It's such a perfect word for it, though. Um, I like it. Let's use beefy instead. Okay. Coined by DWA. And they work for me. I don't know what a stock E30 felt like. I've never driven yeah. one. I mean, I'm looking at tires for an E30 right now. Well, I think if you look These at all of us, what is Art, Art's running some like really good Bridgestones on his car right now. Which car? On his 993. Oh, you got yep. new tires? No, he's not the same ones. And then he no. has but the they're bald. Are they but really... they're still yeah, they're yeah. really they're a really good tire. And then he has Michelin Super Pilot Super Sports on his M5. And then I have modern tires on the 944. I mean, I think we're all going for grip. And I, I have I, the same Falcons on my M3. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think uh, I I I didn't go with I don't have super wide tires because I don't think it, that car needs. You know, I want it to be a little playful. Yeah, but uh, I do, I do appreciate having a lot of grip in it. You know, yeah. it is, you know, a, at least enough. You know, yeah. I want yeah. modern, the modern, the best rubber I can get on that car for what I'm doing. For vintage cars, I am getting further and further down, like with the uh, uh, just the older style and sizes mostly. Like so I'm not even like thinking a- about compounds, but like I remember. So when uh, what's his name from Wevo? He came out to the Coastal Range Rally in his 912 and had skinny-ass tall tires. Yeah, they're 165 width. I think that's awesome. Like, that's got to feel completely different than any of these other ones with super wide tires. And it's like a totally different... The driving feel is... I mean, it would be hard to compare it. Like, it's got to be... 
it's got to be drastically different. And I would love to get that feeling on the, in that 912. So when you're saying a vintage car, you mean like pre-73 yeah. or whatever? Yeah. And you're also talking about driving it on public roads in a rally setting, Yep. not autocrossing or having serious fun with it. I don't know. Well, I that's think serious. I would fun love, I would love to try drive his 912 on those tires on an autocross. You like, would just, just push to, the whole time. No, not necessarily. Just I mean, it seems like and... everything would be... So if you have lift throttle oversteer, it seems that would be... Uh, you know, amplified, right? I don't know. I, don't I know. think I think you have to get behind the wheel and experience it. I feel like they would be super sloppy, dude. Like you have yeah. so much fucking roll. That's on what I'm saying. And like it's I've really driven, wa- like, I've autocrossed with cars like that. It's not a 912, so, but a stock setup, and it the the it just folds over and squeals the whole time. Just wallowy, yeah. Like and and but, like your steering feel. Like I mean, just imagine like the scrub. Like like how much you have to turn the wheel. Like how much input is required for every movement. Like I don't know. Like it. But maybe you want to you you dig that. I don't know. I I, I don't like that. No, you guys. And you guys are convincing me for autocross. Actually. And if you're matching match matching if you're matching the characteristics of the car, say like a. 64 fal- 60 something falcon or something like that like you don't need super grippy tires right because the, the whole car is kind of sloppy and everything so maybe a vintage tire on that is cool but Unless when you're, you wanted to increase that that handling just that that's much the whole more. thing i think you always want better handling so i know and even back in the period like the people yeah, who were really doing fun stuff with good, their cars they, they, they were putting that they put wider tires and they were putting and the better tires rubber. they could get on their yeah, car that's yeah. right right and and uh, one more thing about e30s is that like i think th- and i think you know i, I kind of talked about this already when you guys were <laughs> over there wrenching on your bottles uh but um uh, no i mean the, the thing is yeah like that was it's, a joke it's, <laughs> that was a joke. They're supposed to be funny, uh, but uh, but yeah, no. Like I've had RS3s in my e- on my E3325 IS, and it was still super easy to break loose and break free. Like the the, the key is, as, as Lane mentioned, you know, you try to find an appropriate size that you don't overtire the car, and you find the right balance, right, for what you want to do. And in this case, it sounds like. He wants to have fun, but like you can still have great, fantastic handling and be really safe on like in modern traffic. You know, better braking, better everything, better. Yeah, handling. that's the thing too. You sacrifice braking with a shittier tire as well. I, yeah, I would so. not go. He's, what he's suggesting is doing smaller, modern all terrains or or all seasons. I would not recommend doing that. Yeah, because you're just gonna have a lot but of like, howl. A, yeah. It's gonna howl in turns. It's just gonna yeah. be like unsatisfying. And it's to drive. new. It's new enough of a car where yeah. just no, go great tires. That's a capable yeah. car. Like Brian, yeah. you raced one. Yeah. And with very minor modifications, it's a great race car. Yeah. And it's a great driving car with just you know suspension the way it is factory and with some good rubber it would be a fun car to drive yeah. around. So I don't think you want to. I mean, that's a car that can take more rubber and. You know the modern stuff and make it into a better driving car than it was new. I imagine. So yeah, go with the good stuff. Well, that's a podcast. That's our two cents. Art, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Art. Yeah, I'm just here to ruin podcasts. You know, that's all yeah, I do. dude, you're redeeming podcasts. Oh, redeemed at the end there with a volt comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm gonna just wait till we record uh, for a Sunday podcast. Uh, you know, this week uh, I'm gonna make you guys laugh so hard with my jokes. Oh, <laughs> God, every good joke starts with a early preface of how hard you're gonna laugh <laughs> no, when I tell it. But it, it, it's always the funny thing, right? So um, you, yeah. you know it's coming. <laughs> so on that note. Oh, uh, I want to give props to uh, Heel and Toe Apparel. 
for sending us those shirts a while back. Do we not? Oh, we like, already we, we, we gave him props, we gave yeah. props before, but I just was, you know, Wait. I wore my shirt the other day. Dude, and, uh, I wore it. I, I got in... some, like, I got a bunch of, like, thumbs ups and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm I, wearing mine all the time. I get major compliments. I wore it in San Diego this weekend, and people were asking me what it was, like, what what it was. Yeah. Yep. So I Which one do you have worn? The... It just says heel and toe. Oh, okay. Blue. Gotcha. Nice. I got the the shift pattern. I got the shift pattern too. Yep. And people ask what that is. Really? Also, yeah. Mm. I got good. a bunch of people. They're comfy. I like your shirt. Oh, they're super comfy. Why had people asking me? These are friends of ours that you guys know, but uh, they didn't know what heel toe was. So I oh, okay. explain it to them. Yeah, these are the same people that play Dungeons and Dragons. Fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> no. You should worse. just make shit up, dude. Like you gotta, we gotta think of something funny. Like yeah, it's when you thing. kick someone's ass and you like, <laughs> at the end you heel and toe them. What? Finish him. That's horrible. <laughs> but the shirt actually, looks wonderful. No, it's actually a technique that we use was used like in, by the Etruscans um, and to make wine. They used to like do this oh, like, heel toe thing. That's true. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Hey Art, can you end more texts with ha ha? I'm gonna ha ha all the way. <laughs> okay, goodbye. All the way home. Bye. Later. See ya. Peace. Bye. Bye. Yep, don't hang up, Art. <laughs>